0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Unprofessional, where we look at amateur football and give it amateur coverage. Now, as usual, and as promised, we will give amateur football amateur coverage in the sense that we will not be looking at amateur football at all. As no results, nothing of what happened in the Ornada, nothing like that. And the reason... Uh, sorry about that. And the reason we're not going to do that is because of so much that has happened in terms of uh, the uh, RFEF elections, which is the Royal Fed- Federation of Science Football elections, there is there were court convictions. There was uh, drama where two clubs in the Tercera fought each other. There was uh, a very sad death uh, and of, of of a former club president, and there were some sackings as well. So a lot to cover. A lot, a lot, a lot to cover. So just, just. Ignore the fact that we are not going to talk about Segunda Bay, tercera women's football. Uh, Might do a bit of it at the end, but there is so much news to cover that we just have to get on with it. Firstly, the most exciting of all, the RFEF elections. Now, it's not as bad as as the 2016 presidential election, but it's similar in the sense that you have an establishment candidate in the name of Hillary Clinton. Actually, in this case, it's uh, Angel Maria Villar, if that's his name. Angel Maria Villar, yeah. And you have an outsider. Now, unlike Trump, this guy is actually amazing. (laughs) His name is uh, Orge Perez, and he is looking to actually raise money in the Segunda Bay and the Tercera. Now, I'll just go through his proposals very quickly. Now, he wants that the uh, TV rights um, are sold for about 14 million euros. Um, because, you know, it only comes from the Copa del Rey. It doesn't come from any league matches because the, they're not broadcasted. So from the, the Copa del Rey uh, TV money, uh, he wants that 14 million euros of it goes to Segunda Bay and Tercera uh, uh, clubs. He wants that... Uh, he he wants that every every team from the third category, which is the Segunda Bay... Sorry, from... Is that is that the Tercera... No, 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 no. That that's that that's that's uh, that's the segunda bay. So he wants that segunda bay, um, teams, uh, get eighty five thousand euros in subsidy. Now, Angel Maria Villar is actually uh talking about giving only thirty seven thousand euros. So, uh, you know that that's a very big difference between 38, 37 and eighty five. That's a huge difference. And for the tercera teams, he's talking about giving thirty five thousand euros. Uh, compared to the €6,000 that you know Tersera teams right, uh, right now receive. And uh, VR is not looking to change that in any way. So, uh, I must point out that this is a monthly figure, not an annual figure. It's a monthly figure. Uh, also, he is looking that by 2020, all teams in the Segunda Bay uh, m- generate a minimum income of €130,000. And uh, in the Tercera, it's 50,000 euros. So he's looking to uh, give them more money, make sure they earn more money, uh, you know, increase the amount of investment that is being made in the Segunda Bay and the Tercera. Because I need to point out here around when you look at the whole TV package, yeah, only 1.5% goes to women's football, futsal, uh, and the Segunda be and Tercera. And so, if it's for the segunda bear and tercera only, it's roughly about one percent. But uh, he wants to increase that, so he wants to make that more, uh, rather than uh, less. No, 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 not less, but like staying the same as VR has promised. Uh, well, not promised, but like just does not want to increase or decrease in any way. Now, that is big news. Now, what I can say is the segunda bear. Uh, the current situation, and I'll probably be writing an article about this in the near future, a long form of it. But what usually happens is uh, each team needs to have six professional licenses, and that is the big like for tercera. Like it's pretty much amateur, so like you know the uh, it's it's a nominal wage, it's not much. Uh, I I remember when Novelda played Barcelona, somebody revealed that they receive like two thousand euros a month in the tercera, so that's that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is in the segunda bay, there must be at least six people who receive the minimum wage of, uh, um, of I think sport like this, There's a specific wage. I think it's sixty eight thousand euros. So, uh, you know, the segunda bay is in big trouble because of that. Because most clubs just go out of business, uh, not being able to pay that amount of money for a professional. Because you know, registering a professional license I think takes another six thousand euros in itself uh, per year which is just uh, a lot of money. Um, I'm going to actually load that information up in case anyone fact-checks me and says that I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that what I've said is pretty much correct. So, uh, you, know, this, you know, these these divisions are in trouble, which is why this podcast was created to kind of raise awareness a bit, about not really raise awareness, but talk about it a bit more. But I guess it is kind of raising awareness. And uh, it's nice to see that there's a candidate who, even if he doesn't get elected, at least he's raising these, you know, these issues up. Uh, but I'm gonna quickly, quickly, quickly check. Yes, uh, they're they're supposed to have a squad with at least six professional uh, footballers. Uh, and I'm just trying to check. Yes, so e- each license costs three thousand. Sorry, not not uh, for, for six thousand, three thousand euros, uh, for a, for the license, and. Segunda Bay also need uh, teams also need to pay for the referee. The home team needs to pay for the referee as well. They need to pay for the salary of the referee. They need to pay for traveling. They need to pay for other expenses, which is, uh, um, uh, which is I, I, sorry, I'm I'm trying to get this right. So they have to pay fourteen hundred euros plus salaries, traveling, and other expenses. Yeah, that's that's the way to say it. So. It's a bit complicated, as you can see. So, you know, the Segunda Bay is in a lot of trouble. The Tercera is pretty much amateur, so, you know, there's not much awareness about it. But the f- but the third division, which is the Segunda Bay, is in, you know, it's it's a place where, you you know, making uh, money is not really the thing. You're going to lose money because of the, the huge costs. And I do uh, also want to point out that uh, you know, increasing the amount of money and increasing the amount of TV revenue will actually increase, like, the following. So there are clubs that have, like, 300, 400 fo- followers, even in the Segunda Bay. So, uh, it, it's, you know, it's nice to see someone who's advocating for for there to be more money in Sigunda Bay. Now, you know, whether the Sigunda Bay should be a professional league, it's a debate for another time. It's very contentious. Even there are some teams in the league who also disagree with that, uh, who think it shouldn't be. So it's a, it's a very 50-50 kind of issue. But, uh, you know, definitely increasing the amount of money that actually goes into it would be nice. Now, uh, I do want to talk about a bit about uh, Recreativo de Huelva. Uh, they're not doing too well. They've had 10 points out of 10 games and uh, pretty much the in- inevitable has happened. Uh, Alejandro Ceballos, who was the coach, has been demi- dismissed. And uh, Juan Manuel Pavón has been recruited to be his replacement. He is a former recre- Recreativo manager, so um, I think when recreat- Recreativo went in Segunda, he was their manager for some time. So uh, hopefully he can you know guide them back to uh, to the Segunda, or at least keep them from being relegated again to the to the fourth league. Uh, there. I think this is the second biggest news of today, so I think it should be just dis- covered right now. Uh, I think some of you may have may know about this. Like crossing the Santan there were taken over by uh, Hassan Ali Sayed and his company called West Western Gulf Advisory Holding. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, and uh, he was, uh, well, let's just say that you know he he didn't he didn't actually. You know, to, uh, live up to his promises, and recently, a court in Can- Cantabria, which is where Santander is located, have convict have actually blamed him. So, Asan Ali Sayed, uh, for the bankruptcy that is requested by Racing Th- that was requested by Racing Th- Santander in July two thousand eleven. So, in doing so, they have actually exempted the then president. President of the club, whose name was uh, Francisco Pernia, so he's now exempt, and the, the the guy who owned the club at the times—that's so you know Ali Sayed—has now been convicted. So that is, uh, it's a huge it's a huge uh, news for the club. Now it means the club can finally move on. It means that uh, you know it's it's uh, it's it's time, I guess. What I'm trying to get to is, I guess it it, it makes some party accountable and it makes them uh, uh, willing to pay for the damages that they've done. So I think it's a 5 million euro fine. So I guess, uh, you know, I think rest in Santander could really use that money. Uh, but the fact that they've actually convicted someone is, is a, it's a big deal. And it means that, you know, other businessmen will kind of look over their shoulder before they start, you know, taking clubs for personal gain. And on that note, um, before I get into any, any other news, I did start a blog. It's called Crazy Capitalists. It's on 19spains.com. You can go check it out. I talk about Figueres and a sports betting company that bought it and destroyed the club. Uh, the If you want to hate on them, the sports betting company is called miapuesta.com. Whether they exist now or right now or not, I do not know. I can check that for you. But uh, the fact that they bought they bought the club and then just destroyed it angers me a lot. So I decided to write a very, very long blog post about it. Uh, Apart <laughs> uh, from that, yeah, I think let's just get back to the news. Enough of shameless uh, self-plugging. Yeah, a bit of funny news here. Uh, a club... Uh, sorry, this happened in the Tercera, just, uh, just to kind of uh, clarify a club named uh, Club Silva uh, SD, so I guess that's uh, Sociedad deportiva uh, actually complained on Twitter officially this is all official uh, complained on Twitter uh, about another club called uh, Dubra. Now what had actually happened is uh, Club Silva were away and Dubra were home and uh, the, the home team which is Dubra have uh, have a policy that says that away fans don't have to pay. Now, what actually happened was they made the president of Club Silva. So, um... Oh, what was it? yeah. They, they made the president of Club Silva and three other members pay 10 euros each to witness the match. Now... <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it's, it, it, it's, it's kind of disrespectful as well, but um, it... it the fact that Dubra actually won two one is kind of it's kind of embarrassing, but the fact that it did is kind of not nice. It, it, they shouldn't be doing that, but it is phenomenal banter for the Devsera. Uh Usually, you know, from that league, we only hear about match fixing and stuff. So this is a nice, refreshing change. Uh, but yeah, imagine if you know Barcelona charged the Real Madrid president like ten euros to come and watch the match. Like that, that would be amazing. Uh, moving on to a bit of. I guess let's just get rid of the happy news because there's some sad news that needs to uh, be uh, brought, not broadcasted, but like told on this show. Now, uh, if you, you guys may not know this, but now the the, 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 the Women's League is called, uh, and I want to get this right, and I'm, uh, let's, let me get this right. Uh, the Liga Iberdrola. The Liga Iberdrola. Because it's being sponsored by e Now, Now, uh, the, the person who's in charge of this, his name is uh, Pedro Malabia, and he has actually released an official statement. This has never been done before. Never been done before. He's released an official statement saying that La Liga uh, must become a consumer product. Now, the minute he says that, that is, that is a big thing. And the reason he, he's saying that is because he wants that La Liga wants to be uh, involved in women's football, in the sense that because women's football is not not administered by the LFP, it's not professional. It's uh, administered by the RFEF, which automatically makes it amateur, which is pretty pretty disgusting, in my opinion, uh, considering that other countries have this as something that's uh, as a professional sport. But um, the fact that the that the women's league um, owner is a man is saying a lot but all the fact also the fact that he's actually said this means that the process of making women's football professional and making it uh, a career option for young women and you know girls and young women has is because is becoming less of a dream or of a reality kind of a thing it might happen in the next few seasons but it's definitely going to happen sooner rather than later because you know if there's popularity for a sport then obviously media companies aren't going to ignore that, and the, and he does highlight that a lot. That uh, you know, there's a lot, there's a, there's a lot of uh, that there, there's, there's a there's a lot of uh, you know interest. You know, I think between 2005 and 2014 there was, um, you know, a hundred percent growth in the number of licenses for women's football clubs. So there there's a lot happening. There's a lot of growth. There's a lot of involvement. Um, the fact that uh, you know, out of the so so the so the first division of of the league has sixteen teams, uh, nine of them are you know owned by uh, are are owned by male professional football clubs, and eleven more uh, in in like the lower divisions are also owned by male professional football clubs. So definitely, definitely, male football clubs have a part to play in making this a professional thing, but it's going to be up to the RFEF to kind of hand over. I'm not sure how this would work, whether there'd be a separate women's football professional like association. But uh, I'm guessing that the RFEF would now have to kind of hand over the league to the LFP. I guess that's how it works. Uh, I'm guessing that if, like, so, so, suppose the Segunda Bay became professional, I think the RFEF would kind of have to, in quotes, hand it over to the LFP. So that process, even though it could take a t- some time, hopefully it'll happen sooner rather than later. Now, finally, uh, on to the bad news. Uh, Castellón, who are, I think, now in the uh, Tercera, uh, their former president, uh, who was a businessman named uh, Jose La Parra, uh, passed away last, I think, was it on the 25th of October due to a heart attack. Um, it, it, you know, some very sad news. He was actually the president during... When when they, they they were in the Segunda. And um, he was then uh, arrested because of... He was, you know, after being accused of assault. Uh, and then he accepted six months in prison, a fine of like 1,400 euros. And then um, after that, of course, he was released. But uh, the fact that he's passed away is, is quite sad. But, um, you know, just condolences to his family this is not the first time that, actually last week i think it was last week where we talked about another passing away so um a lot of sad news on this on this podcast anyway moving on uh that's actually pretty much it um from the the segunda, that they said are the women's football um uh, i know the women's football segment is getting very very repetitive but it is very very nice to see that you know some people are taking action and that we could see women's football become professional. In that case, it will not be a part of the unprofessional podcast. But uh, you know, I have to see what happens then. But uh, it it'll be fantastic to see uh, women's football, uh, you know, progress uh, the way it is right now, and hopefully, it happens sooner rather than later. So, thank you for listening. If you haven't already checked out the other segments, do check them out. Um, I talk about Rio on the Red and Bold podcast. I talk about Segunda, the Segunda on the Segunda file podcast if you want to know about Figueres and how a sports betting company destroyed them do check out one9spains.com you will find it under the blog section um I do so I do release a blog every mid like you know every Wednesday to Thursday I would say uh, and it's not like a short 500-600 word piece it's a nice 1500-1600 word piece it goes into detail uh for this week, it'll not be about an unprofessional league. It'll be about, I think, the Segunda, and uh, about the logos. I did talk about this on the Segunda file, but it'll come out. It'll come out so- sooner rather than later. I've been working on the, did you know these blogs more than the, uh, about why I've chosen the logos as I have. Uh, if you guys don't know what that is. I basically talk about. I was I was going to talk about what the logos represent and uh, why they're not. You know why they look the way they look because they would look random if you looked at at them for the first time. But I guess when you read the blog post, you'll understand a bit more. Anyway, I will come out with that. But uh, for this midweek, it is uh, a, a segunda blog. But do check out the the blog about Figueres. Apart from that. Uh, thank you for listening. If you haven't checked out the other segments, make sure you do so. If you have, uh, check out Twitter at 19Spain's Facebook page, is up, uh, thankfully, uh, which is 19Spain's uh, official. And uh, I'm, I apologize that this podcast is coming a bit late. I do want to get these out on Monday afternoon. But as you know, on the Red and Bull podcast, I forgot to, I, I recorded the whole episode and then I forgot to switch on the mic. And you have no idea how scared I was that it happened with this one as well. But I'm not going to make a rookie mistake twice in one day. At least not the same mistake in one day. Uh, You know, uh, I'm still still very new to this. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for listening. And if you haven't already, check out the other segments. If you have, I will see you next week.